Hey everyone, uh, my name's Adrian Daniels. Uh, if this is your first time listening, uh, welcome to the Sound of a Crowd podcast. Um, we chat with top Ghanaian founders, entrepreneurs, and creators worldwide to give you meaningful takeaways that you can apply in life, business, and career. Uh, today, I'm sat with a special guest, Alfred. But before I get into that, I just wanted to let you guys know, for today's show notes, you can head over to thesoundofacrowd.com forward slash Alfred. That's A. L F R E D. Is that correct? Perfect, perfect. Avrid Zade. Zade? Is that how I pronounce your name? Jade, 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 yeah? yeah, Jade. Is that correct, correct, correct pronunciation? Welcome to the show, man. Yeah, my Ghanaian <laughs> okay. brother, yeah? Thank you. Do you know what tribe? Do you know what tribe that surname is? It, is it a Ghanaian surname? Yeah, no, it must it's, be. It's, 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 it's Volta region. Volta region. Yeah, Volta region. There you go, Elwe. So, yeah. Yeah. You've been there recently. Well, no, whatever. Yeah, of course I've been, yeah, so but. Yeah, it's not somewhere I like to go, if I'm honest. Because <laughs> it's kind of out there, do you know what I mean? It's not a cry, it's not, it's yeah. not, it's not a central, do you know what okay. I mean? It's, okay. it's, it's not as popular. Um, <laughs> but if you know Volta region, you know. Oh, it's coming up. I mean, lots of like, you know, like, travel and tour stuff of it. You can go in the yeah. boat cruise and really nice hotels and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Exactly. City boy, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, so Alfred, thank you for coming on the show. So for those of you who don't know Alfred, so Alfred is the uh, founder and the director of, is it Real Property Ventures? Correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's also a SME investor, entrepreneur, and a property investor. We're going to get into his story and how he got to that position. So don't go anywhere. Um, yeah, so Alfred, I heard that you're a Manchester United fan, first and foremost. Yes, I am. Well, yeah, well, me too. Me too. Me too. Oh, yeah, so we're all in the same boat. We're not going to spend too much time. We're not going to spend too much time in that. But yeah, There's bro, nothing to say, man. Honestly, last Sunday, I was at my brother-in-law's place. 2-1. I, I, I saw the notification. My mood completely changed. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? First game back, home game. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing, man. Embarrassing. Oh, man. No, no, not taking credit for the team. Uh, Brighton was, yeah, but come on. Yeah. We can't be losing our home game. Yeah. First game of the season. I know. It's, it it didn't start us in the right foot, but, but let's just see what happens. It's just first game anywhere, man. Yeah. 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 But yeah, man. Um, I also, um, I also saw something about you being able to uh, raise over 100K in about an hour, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's a bit of a clip. That's a clip. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a nice clip. Nice little clip there. But yeah, I think yeah. we're going to probably dive deep into that because I want you guys to know, um, you know, what we're kind of, just to give you a little bit of a, of a, of a, of a teaser in terms of what we're going to get into here at the Sound of a Crowd podcast. So, Alfred, look, I want to go straight into the show. So, look, I think your story, I've learned a bit about your story and what you achieved, what you've been doing. It's incredible. Um, Thank I, you. I, I can Thank relate you. to it a bit. But first and foremost, I want to I wanna get into this. So, Coventry Live article. So, you know, luxury 500k student mega house renovated by ex-JLR worker who lost job in pandemic. So did you actually lose your job in pandemic? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, there's so many guests who I've, who I've interviewed who uh, they've lost their job in pandemic or they pivoted into a okay. business during the pandemic, whether that was Samuel Brooksworth, he was an apprentice from on the side launched, some, launched remotely. Yeah, 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 remotely um, yeah, yeah. So many other people, Ms. Drew, who launched the plantain ships business. There's so okay, many stories. Okay. And I, I feel like I have to start a podcast about, about <laughs> the, COVID, the COVID chronicles because man, there's just so many people. It's a blessing in disguise, man. Yeah. Tell us, uh, talk us through that story in terms of like what, what happened and of course yeah the, let's let's first talk about um jlr like what you were doing there yeah quick. so the jlr game so jlr standing for jaguar land mm-hmm. rover mm-hmm. automotive company in the uk mm-hmm. so i went to university in hertfordshire mm-hmm. I, was, I studied aerospace engineering yeah so coming out of that i managed to secure a project management job yeah so that's what led me into coventry and me working at jaguar land rover mm. Um, I didn't really have a plan to become a project manager, but as as I kind of progressed through my master's degree, mm-hmm. that was kind of the direction I've, I kind of found myself naturally going to, towards. 
yeah. I didn't really want to be a technical expert. I kind of liked to manage the engineers and that's what I actually did for my master's. Um, I managed a team of 12 engineers and that's what landed me my job. I, le- I leveraged that. Wow. To an interview said, look, guys, I managed a team of 12. We delivered this, this component, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that's what sold um, myself into getting into the job. And I guess the manager as well took a chance on me as well. He's like, young kid, ambitious, yeah. driven. Let's take a chance on him. He's his his play <laughs> hire him. He's a clever little guy, Ian. Shout out to Ian Wallace. Shout out to Ian. Um, he was like, you know what? I'm let me get some points here. I'm gonna sort of the rate I think maybe like twenty four pound an hour, twenty five pound an hour, mm-hmm. um, as a contractor. Mm-hmm. So he said, okay, let's give this kid like maybe twenty. I think he gave him twenty two or something in the end. So knocked a few pounds off basically. And after he went back to the guy, I said, look, we found someone. Let's take a chance on him. I believe he can do the job. Um, and we're gonna give him a slightly lower rate. So like, would you, would you be opposed to having? A, sli- a slight lesser pay and I was like you know what mate this is life changing like not life changing but at the time I get, anyways it was life changing money um, so I was like yeah of course coming up you need securing a 40k plus job <laughs> I'm like come on like yeah I'm, I'm doing that all day the, all, all days of the week Yeah. so yeah obviously working at Jaguar Land Rover been mm. amazing like it's yeah. the only company like formerly coming out of uni that I worked for Yeah. Um, but I can't like I can't fault it I'm not, I didn't hate my job or anything like that Yeah. what drove me to kind of look out sort of the corporate world was mm. wanting to earn like six figures plus like mm. 200 300 grand everybody <laughs> and the strange thing a lot of people go to university and are not even slightly aware of what the earning potential is in the career they're going into like, they've never actually googled what's the highest i can earn in the degree um, space i'm all in the, the career space i'm going into mm-hmm. and i don't know why for some stranger I, I hadn't done it as well so yeah. only upon like kind of wanting to kind of cross the 100 grand 200 grand barrier me going and Googling and finding out actually a senior project manager, you're only earning like 120, 130. And it's like kind of you're already, you're peaked, you've peaked um, in that industry anyways. So it's like for me, it's like, this is not good. I, I always aspire to be wealthy young mm. and that route wasn't going to get me there. So it's like now how, what's the average, what are the alternatives basically? Yeah. And that's how I got myself immersed in property world. I invested very heavily into my education. Yeah. I keep saying this, I spent 25 grand. Yes, guys, 25 grand. <laughs> On my personal development, education, yeah. I was big on getting mentored, getting educated by people mm-hmm. that have done the thing that is I'm trying to do yeah. and learning from them. Yeah. So it was a bold move at the time as well because I literally yeah, I emptied my bank account and <laughs> like people won't believe it. But I, be- it was, I definitely believe it. It was like, it, was, it, was only, it, was, it wasn't an easy decision, but I kind of sold it to myself like, look, Alfred, in your lifetime, you're going to make that money back several times over one. Yeah. Two, you're going to spend that money on silly things, i.e. going out, going on holidays. Mm-hmm. All these things are not going to bring any monetary value to yourself or any, any value they can kind of, I mean, that's going to add value, like monetary value to yourself. So it's like, for me, it was a no brainer. Why would I not invest money into myself mm. to level up, to get more wiser? Do you know what I mean? So, um, and yeah, like for me, it paid off. I can't say the same for everybody else, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I think you've got to learn how you, I guess, what works for you mm-hmm. and just go forward with it. And, and a lot of things like in life, it's all about execution. Like, it's all great getting information, but if you can't execute, then you're going to fail either way. So I knew that what I was going into, whatever I was being taught, I can take away, go and implement it. Yeah. And that's what, I guess, helped me sell myself on spending that money up front. Yeah. And it's trusting the big women, like, <laughs> oh, after you spend, like, I remember going home, parents, Ghanaian parents, like, they were mm-hmm. losing their minds. They were like, what have you done? <laughs> can you get your money back? I'm yeah. like, well, my, also, but my mum and they know me well. They know I'm very stubborn in the sense, like, if I want something, I'm going to go get it. Go so, yeah. obviously, after the, the the first announcement, guys, by the way, I spent 25 grand. <laughs> they were like, you know what? 
it's you. We know you're good. For, like you're gonna you're gonna make it happen. It's your money in the day. So you find a way. Okay. Um, so they reasoned with you in the end. Yeah, yeah they reasoned with me on like on the same few like a few <laughs> minutes later. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. It is what it is. I can totally relate because um, I wanted to um, do music. I went, when I went to university, I wanted to be a music producer first of all. Yeah. So I chose music technology, but then I chose business management as well, just to cover that my back because so the African parent doesn't go all wild. Man, the African parent thing. <laughs> <laughs> the scary thing. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so for me, like it, it worked out, um, and. Obviously, and I'm so grateful I did it because here's here's the scenario: COVID comes, so it's March 2020. Mm-hmm. Obviously, COVID is brewing, the news is brewing every day. All, all the contracts are talking to me. Have you heard anything that's going on? Because <laughs> normally in March we get our contract extended. Okay. So I've been there every year for four, like four years in year like the year on year TikTok clockwork. So this is March 2020. We're talking about right now. Yeah. yeah. So this is more than two years ago. Yeah. So they're like, we don't really know what's going on with our contracts. Are we going to get it renewed? And Boom, here comes the news. Guys, unfortunately, obviously due to the pandemic, we don't know what's going on. Okay. We're going to shut down a lot of the offices. So all you guys went on contracts. Because again, I was working on projects that were being delivered in five years time. Wow. So there's no reason for them, for me to, like, it's not, it's not an emergency that like, I need to keep working to produce that product. So mm. it's like, yeah, all of us, literally the statement was, we're going to terminate a contract onto further notice. And for me, like, what does that mean? Like, I'm going to hang around, apply for a new job. Yeah. So, Obviously, that investment into myself mm. now gave me the confidence to say, okay, I've just lost my job. Obviously, harsh reality, but I was confident that I can go away and progress my property investment journey. Mm. I had literally put my first investment property Feb, Feb 20, okay. so literally only a month into this project. So you're already on your way to building maybe passive income and wealth. Correct, m- correct. Even before this happens. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So do you feel like that has definitely helped you to to kind of like be on the course that you are today, like having that kind of safety net? Yeah, I wouldn't even call it a safety net because I'd only just immerse in my... Don't get me wrong. So as I was learning, I was, I was doing other business ventures, I did mm. events. Uh, my first business venture, I guess, was me borrowing capital, utilizing that mm. to uh, support another, I guess, my partner who was... I guess a, a promoter who just needed capital to give it to get artists to come and perform at university events. Yeah. So my role was just borrowing capital, and that's what kind of I got to a point where we borrowed in about fifty grand. Then I said, okay, I'm, I'm in a position where I've now got property accept offer accepted on the property. Mm-hmm. I want to buy it. So now, obviously, come early next year, we're gonna stop this, and I'm gonna start investing the money into property. So mm. for me, yeah, I'm so grateful. I like, honestly, that 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 is a blessing in disguise as well because I'm like, if I didn't invest in myself. Mm-hmm. To know something outside of the corporate world, guess what? I would have to pick up a CV in a very hard time that everyone's losing jobs, looking for new jobs. I'm now competing with everybody in the market, just looking for the same thing I'm looking for. <laughs> so, so I think the lesson here is take a bet on yourself sometimes and just yeah. have other avenues outside of what it is you you do day to day. Because yeah. if that forever fails or something happens within that, you want to have something to go to. Um, so yeah, for me, it's, I aggressively start to kind of. And even as well, like, so I have a mastermind group mm-hmm. and the inception of that was due to me losing my job. Cause obviously I had gone from earning five grand a month yeah. to zero, literally from that email. So overnight, overnight, literally <laughs> zero, it just drops five. Your contract is not exactly that email. You're it's like, what do I do next? <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like zero income. Okay. I'm like, what am I going to do to generate capital quickly? Cause I can't rely on building like a project and getting it all the way to end getting it rented that takes too long yeah that's like a five months six months before you see capital coming out of that so you need something and for me the the thing i had had an audience i'd 
provided value in the past I was documenting my journey okay people were interested in learning from me you already built a network exactly mm. so now I could leverage that so like when you're in this uncomfortable situation you start really thinking you start taking levels of action things you probably wouldn't have done mm-hmm. and I probably would have never fully created a mastermind maybe in the future I might have who knows but <laughs> that drove me to saying okay let me create this this thing that I can literally start creating income tomorrow because I think we started off like maybe 47 pounds a month mm-hmm. very quickly 10 people signed up. This is off literally Instagram live. I deal with a friend who's like, we literally said on Instagram, who would join Alpha's live? Forty seven pound a month. Why is it always yeah. seven? It's always seven. It's a, it's awesome. a, <laughs> <Master minus. laughs> yeah. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, I guess, a psychological thing when you see like a lesser, it's not, it's, it's, it's kind of 50 pounds, but it's not 50 pounds. Yeah. So you're like, you're more like, okay, cool. It's, 40, it's 47 pounds. <laughs> I can spend 47 pounds. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, that's, that's grown. So like now that's, this is like a free grand, a year like annual subscription now to be part of the mastermind group so again that wouldn't have come out if that adversity whatever you want to call it if that didn't happen so for me i'm grateful i can't even like a lot has happened since then like yeah. i'm in a whole different space i keep making a joke i'm on seriously guys i'm unemployable like you can't <laughs> there's nothing that's gonna excite me in a corporate world i don't yeah. care you can make me a ceo make me give me equity I'm, yeah i can do more you don't you don't need that you need to go back Back 100%. to rat race anymore because you've 100%. already you've already you know, don't get me wrong I, I still I still work yeah like I'm I'm workaholic like if you follow me on Instagrams and stuff yeah you see me I'm in gym working meetings traveling here doing yeah. this yeah so I this this is work for me me being the podcast is work yeah I mean you're not doing a four hour work week like Tim Ferriss are you I mean you're actually working you're grinding you exactly know? just because you're entrepreneur doesn't mean that you don't do anything you actually have to do a lot more sometimes than working a normal you know full time job isn't exactly it? exactly yeah exactly that. Well, yeah I mean you dropped so many gems during that um. You know, that's the, the story that you shared, Alfred. So thank you for sharing. I mean, obviously, you talked about, you know, funds that, that you've managed or you raised. You talked about, you know, getting into the property investing industry. I mean, you talked about so many different things. Of course, you talked about your parents and upbringing. There's so many different points that I want to I I touch on. But whilst the mastermind is still fresh, I was yeah. going to touch upon that later on in the podcast. Yeah. Let's, let's go there. So... When it comes to mastermind, right, it, it's more of like having a community, right, and Correct. building a community. Yeah, and I know that you know this podcast, the Sound of Crowd Podcast, is now growing into a community. You know where people want to reach out for different things, whether it's mentorship, job programs, or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. etc. Right now, with you, um, tell us. I want to I learn a bit more about the mastermind, like not necessarily the money, but. How is how is it um, changing people's lives? Because I noticed on the website, test testimonials there. Man, and things results, like that. results, results don't lie. Mm. And it's all great me saying, I guess I'm about to say what it is that yeah. done, but like there's people that are actually saying it for themselves and sharing their experiences of what they've got out of the group. Yeah. So we, we've saved people money, talked about to raise finance, help people close their deals, get their first investment deal. Mm-hmm. So like for me, the whole purpose of having that mastermind actually came from how I was, like, I, get, I, I looked at it from the point of view, what helped me move forward? In my journey and for me it's having that community around you because mm-hmm. it's all good going to a course and getting, getting taught this is what you need to do this is what you need. but when it comes to practical actually you implementing what you've learned you're going to have these nuances these questions and you want to have that go-to person or go-to community that says look have this problem try to negotiate on a deal this seller's not budging what do you think i should do with this situation because yeah. these are like particular questions so like Absolutely. you can't just Absolutely. a course isn't going to teach you this unfortunately yeah so having that community being in this network this whatsapp group on the zoom call whatever it is mm-hmm. Do you have to ask a question and get an answer literally like this? Yeah. Guess what? You're gonna get to, you're gonna get close to your goal. You're gonna be able to overcome your hurdles that you're, you're coming across during your journey. So that that's in essence what it's there for to support you. There's accountability. There's site visits, like exposure to just seeing things in real life as well. Again, 
Of yeah. course, only so much you can do theoretically. Yeah. Seeing a project live in person yeah. puts the puzzles, like everything together, basically. Yeah. So, and are there any particular success stories from your own mastermind? When yeah, man. Does, 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 is there anyone that stands out? Yeah, Ethan is the first one that comes to my mind. Young kids, 23. Yeah. He's now got, 10, I think, five, five properties now. Mm. Again, I changed his mind. So he came into the mastermind wanting to invest up north. Okay. And everyone, again, this is like a big thing in London. Like, oh, yeah, the London's so expensive. It's a price start. Let's go up north because it's yeah. cheaper. <laughs> it's and I just, I just switched his mind. I'm like, look, think about this situation. The reason people want to go to London is yeah. to come outside of London because they feel mm-hmm. like their money's going to allow them to acquire property out, up in wherever, north, yeah. up north of England. But what people forget is you're not actually fixing your problem. You're, you're having an interim solution because... If I was asked a question, if you had a million pounds, 10 million pounds, yeah. would you be saying you're going to travel four hours up north to go and buy a property? The answer is hell no. Yeah. I'm buying and where my location, the place I know really well. Very true. Do you know what I mean? So the problem you need to fix is you have a shortage of money right now. You don't have a network where you can access capital. That's the problem you need to fix. Mm-hmm. So I changed the mindset. Look, Ethan, what's the long play? Is a long play to always come back to London to invest? Then why the hell are you starting something that you don't tend to finish in that place? So you're basically building a whole network team, whatever in the north a portfolio yeah. in the north mm-hmm. and your end goal is to come back to the place where you live so just mate just go on with it figure out figure out the real problem and fix that problem which is you don't have enough <laughs> money so start building a network and that's what he's done yeah kid took on board and i think when you're younger you're kind of it's a kind of gullible like being gullible i think is, is a great thing because it is yeah you're you're going to take it take it for what it is mm-hmm. and obviously he's he's taking what i'm saying based on my credibility what I've, what I've achieved and he's respecting that and just saying okay if he's done it and he's telling me this is what i need to do I'm going to try it and not question it. And that's the thing. As you got older, you're like, oh, question, does it really make sense? Yeah. Second guessing, all that stuff. Just literally, just execute. Like, what do you have to lose? Like, if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. You know what I mean? At least explore that option. Mm-hmm. At least you've so, got something to fall back on. Maybe you've got like a degree or something that you think you yeah. can fall back on. And so stuff. for him, I feel like he's, he, he, he made a joke on my, on my Instagram one time in the comments. <laughs> like, I feel like this master, I came in so cheap and I bought in so cheap. And it's like, because he was one of the first ones in, yeah. in the group. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, look, look at him. He's, he, can, he can raise finance to do his deals. He's doing deals in London. He's expanding, doing amazing things. Like, can't even, like, start alone. Yeah. Amazing. It's incredible, man. That's incredible. I mean, I have done a few property courses and I've been in the mastermind in the past. And um, I remember one one of the mentors there, Samuel I can win. Don't know if you know him. Um, okay. I remember he told me that um, you invest where you live. You understand? Yeah. So he said the same thing. If you live in London, you know, I know London's expensive, but there's always a way you can find to invest in London or if it's Coventry, Birmingham, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's a very powerful story. Um, okay. And I want to I wanna go back into... Uh, I want to. I want to go step, take a little step back because yeah. you mentioned, of course, you, you did a degree in is that aerospace engineering? Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I can't. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't give you one person that I know that's done a degree like that. Very specific. I mean, it makes it comes across like you're very intelligent. What What drove you to to take to take that degree? Guys, I promise you, I'm not. I'm not a smartest guy. I just. I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I think I know how to get the best out of people, and I can create teams and. It's, I think actually we should have been a project manager, I guess, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm not, I'm not the most clever person. I just, I guess I have a lot mm-hmm. of friendship groups. I have the friends I kind of really like smart and I, I yeah. kind of leverage them for when I want to study or whatever. So in uni, like mm-hmm. I got my party friends. I want to, yeah, we're doing this party or whatever. I want to just during uni days. Um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't take credit and say I'm a smart person. I'm, I'm, I'm a hard, I'm a hard working person. I'm going to keep practicing, trying and trying until I get it. That's what I can say. So I guess through that, obviously through practice, you get better at things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in terms of the degree, like the reason why I kind of went into that space is yeah. 
I had a dream, just, just still a dream. <laughs> it hasn't fruition <laughs> to become a pilot when I was younger. That was like my career. That's in great. Um, so and obviously, become a pilot, being an aerospace engineer, you learn about planes, how they work. No way. That helps you pass your line, you get okay. past the gate lines as well, because okay. the ex exams that you do around the plane, yeah. parts of the plane. Um, so, again, you have a dream, start researching what does it actually mean to deliver on your dream. So, again, I didn't research what it actually means to become a pilot. Upon research, you have to spend tens of thousands of pounds, unfortunately, <laughs> to do flying lessons, hours and hours and hours of flying lessons. Man. Again, guess what? Alfred didn't have the money. I'm a broke kid in uni, just yeah. about paying my rent and mm -hmm. just, about, just about going out and eating. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Everyone in uni relates to this. Yeah. So finding another 20, 30 grand to go do hours to get a pilot, pilot license, where am I getting that from? I'm not mm -hmm. fortunate. My parents aren't going to just hear Alfred, take 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 30K. Hey, go, go, go do what it is you want to do. No. Um, so yeah and to be honest I came to realization like look the lifestyle of a pilot means you're never home you're always around flying three days here stay there yeah so it's not a stable lifestyle and I kind of said look is this mm. a lifestyle I want to sign up to yeah probably not so I kind of just dumped that dream but I still aspire to kind of be able to get a license so something called PPL so it says uh, is it private pilot license or provisional pilot whatever it's PPL mm -hmm. google it um, that enables you to kind of fly like a two-seat aircraft. So like for recreational use, I guess. Okay, Top Gun. You can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Alfred and Top Gun. Literally. S sequel, huh? <laughs> Honestly, man. That, that movie was lit. By the way, if you watch Top Gun, go watch it. Uh, I but I, I was buzzing through that movie. I was like, geez, this is, this is me. Like, even getting back in my car afterwards, I was, I was trying to do a madness. If you watch the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I but, think, I think the way people feel about cars, they may feel about planes as well. Yeah. You know, it's adrenaline, it's adrenaline. Like, that's, that's all it yeah, is. That's adrenaline. What, you, you, if you've hit, you've hit the nail on the head, you know, that kind of, you know, too, you know, too fast, too furious, you know, kind of thing, kind of vibe. Yeah. Okay. That's impressive. Okay. And then, and of course, you talked about your parents and, you know, you, when you told them that, look, I'm, I'm going to, you know, take, this path and invest in myself and get into property investing like they they, they didn't overreact too much no like, they didn't it was, yeah. it was all right okay yeah. so you don't really have a very very strict upbringing in, in that sense obviously my parents are gone in, everyone's gone in parents yeah. they have their their old school my parents are old school yeah they yeah <laughs> philosophies are there embedded can't change stubborn yeah it's not, it's not going anywhere so, but yeah. they, they, i think they're just judging me based on my character what i've done in the past okay my ability to go away and and deliver on things that i said i want to go out and achieve okay so they're like if alpha says he's going to go and do this we're going to support it. we can't who are we to say because i think they i think that this is the bit this is a bit probably the bit that they let go of it is not your money mom it's my money so, <laughs> <laughs> so they're like at that point it's like it, to be a fair point you made your money if you want to spend it how you want to spend that's on you yeah it's not affecting us so like here's what it is just go and do what you need to do basically got you perfect and then you got and then getting into property itself so of course so, so of course you you ended your your contract with Jaguar Land Rover or they ended it rather they fired me basically they yeah. fired you basically <laughs> sorry about that so yeah the Alan Sugar pointed at you um, so you got into property investing now what, why property investor why not a different vehicle or different path like? yeah good question um, it's very simple and I think people like to complicate things mm -hmm. but the blueprint is all out there mm -hmm. so like I just simply researched who are the wealthiest people, what assets are they are they in, what was their journey into building wealth, and most people, nine out nine out of ten times, property's in there somewhere somehow. So I'm like, okay, they're wealthy people. I'm trying to become like them. So let me go and do what they did. That's clever. It's, it's literally, it's not, bro, it's not clever. There's not <laughs> something genius. There's nothing genius yeah. about this. It's just <laughs> looking at what worked and replicating what works. Simple as. Mm. So I said, okay, property's what they've had, build wealth from. 
it's proven test of time. Just generally even research on property investment yeah. is one of the safest things you can do. Um, but you know, going into it, I didn't think of property as a business. Because I remember back at uni, I used to kind of think, oh, career-wise, I would save money. Maybe every two years I buy a property. So by the time I get to my end of my career, I have a portfolio of maybe 10, 20, I don't know how many properties I can buy between then. Yeah. And then that's kind of my pension fund. That's my kind of my security. Yeah. But I never, going into the investment courses and learning about it, I actually understood it. No, it's not just buying properties. There's actually a business to it. There's a whole business model around buying properties and marketing it, designing it, whatever. Yeah. Um. So, again, this is why you, you don't, literally, the saying of you don't know what you don't know is such a powerful saying. And people don't really realize, I did a pie chart. I made a joke with my friend, like, mm-hmm. coming back from one of these um, seminars where yeah. the person in front kind of drew a pie chart. So, obviously, you and the pie chart 100%. Mm-hmm. They took a slice out. It's like, this is what you know. Which is like a little slice, which probably equates to one yeah. percent of what you know. Yeah. Then there's another slice of the stuff that you know you don't know, <laughs> like you actually know you're conscious that you don't know the stuff. We need to know it. That's another two percent. Mm-hmm. And the remaining ninety-seven percent is stuff you don't know. You don't actually know. Like you don't. Even, it's not even on your radar. <laughs> like, and that's that's again blind spots. If like, like. you just you're not even acutely aware that this is something that even exists. <laughs> So it's so powerful. I'm big on getting into rooms, changing environments. Mm. If, you are, if you have outgrown your environment or you want to change where your current situation, guess what? You have to move into a new room. Mm. So if you've got to pay to be in that room, serve water, stand in the background, I don't know, whatever you need to do to get in that room to, to hear a different viewpoint, have a different lens, what I like to call it. Like my lens now is, is completely different to where I was even a year ago, two years, three years ago. So for me, that's massive. Mm. Like huge, mm. huge. Mm. Yeah, they sometimes they, they usually say that um, um, the smartest person is not the one that's the loudest. Sometimes it's the most, sometimes it's the quietest because you because they're the most eager to learn. Yeah, or they could know everything, but sometimes they're just humble about it. You know, sometimes it could be either way. Very very powerful stuff. Okay, and then I've heard that you focus on the the HMO investing strategy. Yeah, for those of you for the for, the, um, for those of the listeners who aren't aware of the of HMO, what HMO is and and your strategy, maybe maybe you could share a little bit about that. Quickly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so HMO is a term. HMO stands for House of Multiple Occupants, but in layman's terms, that means house sharing. So yeah. everyone who's rented before potentially shared a house with other housemates. You need, yeah. If you've yeah. been in uni, friends, all that <laughs> stuff. Um, so that's in essence what that product is. Um, obviously what I do, yeah. I go about buying residential homes. So okay. these are three bedroom, four bedroom properties okay. with two reception rooms. This allows me to then convert these properties from that to a HMO, which mm. is basically a shared living. So these are individual units, which have got bathrooms, kitchenettes, um, and then a, a large uh, what's it called kitchen and lounge area for them to kind of like as a communal space for them to kind of hang out in as well yeah. so if you haven't seen in my some of my designs and properties and stuff it's all on the youtube videos i've done showcases of that so you get a picture of more visualize of what i'm talking about yeah um, they love the house stores don't you because i've noticed on your youtube channel the house stores are pretty popular isn't it yeah they are they are everyone see the final product everyone see the bit where yeah. the, the, the hard work it takes to get yeah. to that to get to that but yeah, yeah they just like to see the final product because yeah. that's the flashy the glorified bit yeah. um so that's what people want to know but yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard work. I don't want to make it sound like it's. It's, it's definitely. It's a long process. A lot yeah. of education. A lot of pitfalls. Great things yeah. that come out of it. But yeah, it's a process. It's definitely hard work. I mean, I've been to some of these courses and they preach no money down. And then when you get into it, you know, they, you know, they, <laughs> they find that's a whole completely different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely definitely hard work. Um, and yeah, in terms of the house tours and, and things like that, um, 
yeah like how important is it for you to document like your journey and what you're doing because for example you look at the whole Kanye West documentary you know I mean everyone started to get excited about how oh, I'm going to document my life now <laughs> how important has it been for you in terms of like raising funds being an entrepreneur and building credibility and trust in your community man documentation is is, is the key to my success I would even say because mm. COVID happens everybody's indoors mm. If, if you're trying to still do deals, trying to raise capital, yeah, you have no physical presence, contact. So if you hadn't had built a social media presence ahead of that, mm-hmm. well, it's a bit late. Or maybe you're not, not, I guess not, nothing's ever too late. You could have just been more creative, shock stuff at home. But the point is, I had already started to document stuff. So I'd already built a following an audience. So it actually helped me accelerate my audience mm. um, growth and allowed me to raise capital, like literally, in lockdown, I'd raise hundreds of thousands of pounds for a Zoom call. I didn't meet this. Some 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 of my investors. Zoom I, call. Yeah, some of my investors <laughs> I've never even met in person. I've they've borrowed me money. They've got their return. They've been paid back. Still to this day, we haven't met, and it's just because we've been busy. I never got a chance to meet in person. There's one guy. He's probably borrowed me about probably a total of two hundred grand. I'm only about to meet him next Monday. And it's been two years. Two since, years. Since he's giving me two hundred. We only know each other through Instagram and on, on, on Zoom calls. <laughs> And we never, yeah. we never still haven't met to this day. It's crazy. <laughs> but again, social media, documenting your journey. Because yeah. you kind of create this this bubble of like people kind of know what you're up to. Yeah. Because I share everything, good and bad. I mm. document it if I've got my video with me. That's good, bad today. and ugly. It's definitely. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Definitely. I don't want to make it look like it's, all, it's always great because it's yeah. not. And that's the bit, I guess, what people kind of appreciate. Like I'm showing both sides and not kind of always showing the good stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that helped me raise capital. It helped me raise, uh, grow my audience. Obviously, that attracted me to a mastermind group because I wanted to learn what what is I was doing. It's like a funnel, isn't it? Yeah, it's literally like it's it's, it's my CV. Like now I'm in the business world, and yeah. I'm buying businesses. Mm. I get into the meeting, the business owners like, "Oh, I googled you. I've seen you won awards. Congrats on that." Yeah, well done. I see you got a great following and you got engaged followers and stuff. Yeah, like they they they, they give me credit, and I think they come into the meeting respecting me a bit more than who the hell is this guy? Yeah, um, and so it was, it's it's kind of savvy, but like when you submit your details to these business brokers. The owners have to say, yes, we want to release documents to this person. No, they don't. So if you're not someone they can find information about, chances are they're like, we don't know this person. We don't feel like we want to share our company accounts with this person. True, so, because they look like they like an anomaly, like they don't exist. Yeah, they don't exist. It's so like, who, who, who is this person we're sharing our account details with? Social don't. proof is so true. So hence for me, I'm like, yo, this is a game. I'm trying to grow my, I'm trying to grow like aggressively, grow <laughs> the accounts. Because mm. I know I know what that means to yeah. me monetarily. Um inspiration wise and again I've won awards I think I'm not awards I've won due to the fact that I've inspired so much people to kind of show that it's possible I went through hard times in terms of me losing my job Yeah, still just deciding like the job isn't gonna fix the problem let me just get on with this property investment career and, yeah. and just go f- 100 miles per hour with it now nah, congratulations I mean I saw that you won property investor of the year 2021 congratulations thank you thank hands. you and there's a, there's a new one there's yeah, a new I one. saw that no no no, 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 no there's, there's, there's a new one you got exclusive <laughs> go on exclusive so let them have it let them have it as of yesterday mm-hmm. had an email so Stevie Awards if you haven't you don't know what like, Stevie Awards is like the Grammy of Business Awards okay um, international awards got email yesterday saying that he won the Young Entrepreneur of the Year so for me, that's like a big one. Um, but obviously, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then the other one is obviously the so I fly for two awards this okay. year. And then the other one is around the Great British Entrepreneur Awards. Yeah, so that's that's a British entrepreneur. That one's going around um, Starling Bank around that. Yeah, they're they're sponsoring. Yeah, they're sponsoring that event. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one's more nervous because you have to wait 
<laughs> for the actual day to be announced. Yeah. So obviously now I know like 15th of October I'm going to be the room going to be announced yeah. on the stage to receive my awards. That's amazing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But this one is different because I'm actually in Dubai during the awards. I'm flying back specifically for the day That's insane. to fly back out again. <laughs> so I'm going back I'll, to Dubai be, after that? Yeah, I'm going straight back to Dubai. Okay. I've booked a month in Dubai. So Okay, okay. work and play, yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always I'm always doing business. Like, holiday, <laughs> business holiday, is playing place. Ho- yeah, yeah. Holiday doesn't exist to me. Like it's, I don't need to take time. Holiday does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me right. I, t- I, t- I do take time out, chill, relax, all that stuff. But I'm always in business mode. I'm always doing things in and out, dropping in and out. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm literally flying back for this this ceremony event. So I'm gonna be so gu- I'm I'm very competitive. Like if I've applied for something, I, I want to win something. Like you know I mean? especially when I'm committed that much, go up out there, come back. For the thing, and then fly back out again. Like it, it needs to. I got my videographer. He's got. He's got a seat on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize. I didn't realize I was videographer. Amazing. So, so yeah, he's going to be there. We're going to document the whole thing. So it, it, yeah. it needs to. Listen, if GBA, if you're watching this, it's probably too late yeah. by then at the point. But yeah, if you're seeing this, yeah, yeah, I need to. I need to be winning that. Uh, hopefully, I think it's. I'm sure, you'll win that, man. It's, 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 there's some. There's some. There's some, there's some good competition. No, it's time some, to try, man. You know what? There's, there's some. There's some good competition. I can't even front. There's yeah. some good competition. So. Okay, man. Five thousand, uh, five thousand three hundred applicants this year. Okay. Uh, so it's big, big, big. Like to even make the finalists, it's an amazing result in its own. But obviously, I'm not like I. I want to win. The, I want. I need a crown. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, <laughs> what this is? This is the creme of the crop. Yeah. This is yeah, the yeah. Yeah. So, so. So this is bigger than the property investor award. This is you know. Than you know what it great is. Br- the reason why I do these kind of applications for these. Um, awards and stuff mm-hmm. and it's not I don't need I'm, I'm everyone's gonna ask about self-belief how do you have so much strong self-belief in what you want to do you're very clear on what you want out of life and stuff like I don't personally need that standard validation but I know what it does for society because I know society is, is such a stupid thing but mm. unfortunately society is wired in a way where I can see how great I am nobody cares until someone else externally says or who's credible says you're great at what it is you're doing yeah so unfortunately I'm, I'm not mad at the game I'm just playing the game so learn the rules and play the game it's as simple yeah. as that don't hate the game so yeah. Literally, um, so that's why I'm doing these things, and that is that is literally it. So I know winning these awards yeah. again attracts investment. People are looking at you, thinking this guy's doing all right. He's been mm. accredited by this person. They're, they're saying that he's great, he's doing amazing things. Mm. Let's find out a bit more about him. So even if it's not even straight, want to do business with him, it's now I guess exposing me to them to want to consider at least looking at me to find out for themselves if I'm worth it or they think I'm good for it. Mm. Um, so for me, that's, that's, that's it, literally. So, so again, it's social proof. Social proof man, is attract more investors. It's more, of, it's more of what the documenting does, but maybe a bit more. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, it's, it's just it's rubber stamping what you've done. <laughs> and I'm, like I said, for me, I don't, I don't need it, but I just know that's, that's the way you got to play the game, unfortunately. So okay. I'm just playing the game. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, you definitely know what you're doing in terms of the property world, entrepreneurship world, investing, etc. So what would you say your portfolio and investors, like, what does that look like? Like, do you have like a big portfolio or do you have like a wide range? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, at the moment, we're just under 4 million. Um, nice. All of it is in Coventry City Center, like around the road, Ring Road, if you know Coventry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've acquired, this is all in the last two and a half years. So, I've been very aggressive with it and the only reason I've been able to scale that quickly is because guess what I documented my journey I mm-hmm. I attracted people to want to do business with me and so raising investment was the the key to mm. I always like capital if you have capital you can you can do what you want really like you, yeah. you can scale aggressively and then that's what I did so I've, up to date I probably raised about 1.8 million mm. in private finance paid a lot of my, yeah so I've been there 
done a bit now and trying to do bigger things as well now. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, once you get into the business world, yeah. start getting into rooms that people are doing tens of millions. Um, yeah. What I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing nothing. There's always another level. Yeah, there's, there's, there's way, I'm just, name is, yeah. I've been in rooms and felt this small. Like, no, there's no space in between my hands. <laughs> literally, this small. I feel like the solar system. <laughs> Man, literally, like, oh my Jesus. These guys are like somewhere else. Like, the thing is so big and so inspired. Like, I can't explain it. Like, it's it's just different. Yeah. I I can't I can't necessarily relate it, but I've I've had people on the show and I've met people who explain the same thing to me. Sometimes you have to pay to get in a room that you didn't know that even existed. 100%. You understand? Very powerful stuff that you're sharing right now. Um, and let's talk, uh, speaking of raising funds, right? Yeah. Of course, when you're working at Jaguar Land Rover, you're, yeah, yeah. you're managing around, is it 200 million? Yeah, 200 million pro- yeah, project, engine project, yeah. Okay, would you say that skill set was transferred over to, to I mean, <sighs> maybe, yeah? A thousand percent. Mm. And and I, 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 my life has played out in mysterious ways. And it just all just seems to, Puzzling, like just sliding in and sort of fitting in. So, yeah. the whole project management world, obviously, being in being a project manager, you have to work with like loads of different teams. Like we had in, 300 engineers, um, all different cohorts, like doing different things. So one, you're different. You're dealing with different personalities, different work rates. So there's some people I know they're amazing at their job. I don't even have to follow up with them. They, if they say they're going to deliver by this date, they're going to deliver. There's some that will say they deliver and you just know you've got to double check it every single day, make sure yeah. they're progressing with the thing they said they're going to do. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the attributes as a project manager helped me massively when it came to me building a team mm-hmm. for a property investment business. Because like I've got a construction company, literally they're solution oriented. So like I found the kind of guys where they don't have to speak to me and they just get on with things. They don't bring problems to me. They literally providing me solutions and one thing even being in a corporate and again not to dig on like people kind of have this whole hate on nine to five like nine to five is a great place to be because you can learn for free yeah like being in the director meetings and just just seeing how the directors think and the questions and the high level think and just how they position certain things like you're basically looking at how does a business owner operate how how, how a business owner should operate because they're the way they're, they're they're kind of highlight like they're not here for the nitty gritty. Yeah. Like you can't come and now be a te- like the engineer. Like we don't even let the engineers go and present because they're very technical. And we, so again, we know the project manager has to go and present stuff because if the engineer goes, he's now babbling about things about this pipe burst and this <laughs> and this is the reason why it caused this. And yeah, the, the guy yeah, who's here, on the <laughs> he's not interested. He's, okay, thank you for telling me all this blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What's the solution? Like, <laughs> so when we go into these meetings and we have problems, it's the, the problem is like one line. Yeah. High level, what is the, what, straight to the point, what is the problem? Okay. Here's solution A, solution B, solution C. Yeah. And he, the director's kind of more steering, like, okay, cool. Based on what you said, I think B is where we need to go for this reason. Bang. And that's it. Deliver on that. Mm. So similarly, when, when I'm working my construction company and they're coming with me problems or not, not coming to me with problems, they come with the problem and they say, okay, Alpha, we've got this solution. Here, this, this, that. What do you think we should do? Which way would you, and then I even bounce back, like, what do you think? Yeah. I know you pushed for one option more than ever. And I kind of make an informed decision based on what he said. What they said, yeah. And so, yeah, for me, it's like team selection, managing teams, different different people, management agent again, same, all these things, the project management world helped me. It's helped you. Um, so it's not necessarily just managing or raising funds. There's also other areas of, of the property investing. Like everything, dealing budget, I had to do with massive budgets. This, this was a 200 million engine program, just yeah. forcing the engine that goes into your votes and stuff. Your, mm-hmm. Um, XCs, XJs, yeah. not XJs, XCs, XFs. Um, but yeah, that all that literally contributed to my business 
and I'm so grateful. Like I'm like, yo, I basically got free experience. Like even even how to. This is such a simple thing, but my project manager, so my, my my project manager, my senior project manager, he taught me ways of again when you when you go into when you're in a corporate, you kind of know this email game. There's an email game that we yeah. play. Mm. Some emails can be very assertive. We we know how to write a certain email in a certain way to get the person to do the thing that we want to do. Right, so like those, like even just learning how to write an email in that format. Like during uni, we don't get taught how to write an email. Yeah, you just you just you mean like copywriting that. in a way. It, 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 yeah, in a way, yeah. I guess it kind of relates to that. So mm-hmm. it's just yeah, being able to like write stuff down and to get the outcome that you want. Yeah. So in project management, he I was taught like let the engineer come up, let the engineer feel like he came up with the solution. Okay. Because that empowers them to go away and deliver it. If we tell them what we want to do, we want them to do, they they feel like they're getting told, and they're the expert. Where gotcha. they see gotcha. us, they see us gotcha. as managers. Gotcha. So you what be do we know? About it, basically. Exactly. Mm. So. That skill set alone, like I'm always playing that game. Like I'm always trying to get the empower my team to come up with solutions. I could have a solution in my head, but I'll drive. I'll ask questions that will drive the answer I want. Does that make sense? And then for them to feel like they came up with the answer, and therefore I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Deliver on that. Let's 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 go with that. Okay. And in that way, you're subconsciously kind of not subconsciously, but you're kind of training them in a way so that they can kind of do it on their own. You don't have to exactly um exactly probe them to do it exactly that as well. So Brilliant. yeah brilliant fantastic and of course like we've talked about you know these you've taken some tried some skills from this job to go into property yeah yeah for some what for someone that wants to get into property investing like what what skill sets would you say are important in terms i mean you need so many moving parts right yeah there's sales marketing communication there's there's no one thing um that i can say as a skill set you need obviously Mm -hmm. I will say property business is a people's game, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So you have to learn how to kind of interact with other people, be sociable. Um, you can't just you, you. If you're introvert, I don't this introvert. I hate saying introvert. It's not. I don't think. I don't believe. I don't believe it's a thing. Yeah. Um, if it's important enough, you become extrovert. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it's a relationship building thing. So you have to. You get the best deals because you've got a great relationship with the agent. The agent sells you better to the, the seller. Mm-hmm. So the deal gets done that way. Raise an investment, you've got to build rapport with someone you've never met potentially before mm. and get them to trust you, know, like, and trust you and therefore release capital to you. So it's a people's business. So if you, if you know you're not, I guess, a sociable person or can't build relationships, you're probably going to find it hard um, because trying to get people to do what it is that you want all comes from you building relationships over a long period of time. It does make sense. So um, that's probably the only skill set I would say you need. Uh, even that's, you, I feel like you don't need to learn that. You, just, you can you can be that if you want it. Okay, so the main thing here, what it comes down to really is relationship building. And we, we, we could talk about all of these different things, you know, strategies and tactics, sales, marketing, yeah. comms, copyright. Oh, there's, there's, a, there's, that's a whole, that's a whole, a whole uh, that's a whole degree in but itself. It really comes yeah, down yeah. to relationship building. Yeah. Um, and obviously as well like getting educated so a lot of people kind of see property investment because I say property investment is probably the most marketed business opportunity outside of corporate world so people kind of see oh, I'm just buying a house we'll put, put, put some deposit down they're kind of relating it's the same way as they bought their homes if mm-hmm. they have, yeah and it's not the same it, it's most definitely not the same mm-hmm. um, you could have a, you could you could have bought a property today rented it out for the first year had a, get, got amazing returns year two year three you're struggling because maybe you didn't buy in the right location so again that's lack of information and not knowing that buying this, buying this area isn't going to like long term keep generating the rental income you thought you were going to be getting because year one was so great Yeah. so being informed and having a know-how of how do you build a sustainable portfolio that brings you money years on years tens of like I mean 
Um, so for me, like a strategy of mine, I focus on the city center because I'm like, well, guess what? If there's migration into the city or into this town, whatever it is, where people's first looking at, they're looking at house, houses or accommodation closer to the mm -hmm. city because they want to be accessible to the trains, the mm -hmm. buses, uh, the, the shopping centers, the whatever. That makes sense. So as you start to move away from the city, mm -hmm. those areas become less desirable because they're like, yeah. they're further out. You now probably have to tr have a car to travel in or it's not, car, it's not walking distance or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, these ones, if there's, if there's a problem in the future, guess what? These are the least desirable places that people are going to want to rent from. Mm -hmm. So... I want to increase my chances of getting someone to rent. Even if, even if I had to even drop the rents, like I'm already winning. <laughs> the only reason why I'll look outside further out the city, I always say like, maybe is maybe I'm, I'm renting, I'm buying a place next to a hospital. Makes I know hospital's not going away for like next 20, 30 years, 100 <laughs> years even. So I know worst case, I'm always going to have someone from the hospital who's going to rent because they want to be close to the hospital, walk out of the bed, go straight into work. Yeah, makes sense, yeah. Um, so that's, only, that's probably the only consideration I'll give to okay. wanting to buy something outside away from a city centre. Okay, so you target different kind of groups in a way. If, if it's not like a city centre, you, you kind of go from the area where maybe it, it kind of like um, attracts a certain groups. Yeah. Like even, even I, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even bank a, a company because a company like a company can like Amazon can move warehouse Amazon could be here this year and in five years I decided we have a efficient place to be we want to shut this so that's still for me so I was like literally I would only bank on a hospital because it's, it's very I don't know how many hospitals have ever been closed if someone checked the stats on this but <laughs> um, I think it's very rare okay. a big hospital closes okay. down mm. it's like that's a huge mm. huge deficit like you can't just close a hospital down it's like there'll be so many protests all this stuff mm. it won't happen so that's what like, I can kind of work with that yeah everything goes seat center and again seat center locations allow me to pivot i can move from hmo strategies to service accommodations there's a holiday let even within that i can diversify again i can do either holiday let or corporate lets within that strategy okay i can do social housing again because it's a seat, seat center location okay so it gives you different exits or yeah different so this this again this this why i mean like being informed being educated is so important because you can just not buy, buying a house is easy i always say like bro, any, anyone can go buy a house but if you don't know what you're doing, yeah. you can lose money in property as well. Of course. So I'm not here to make money just today. I want to make money in the future mm -hmm. for years to come. Of course, yeah. And, and that's my philosophy around investing yeah. in property, yeah. What you yeah. said is right about anyone can just buy a house or buy a property and still lose money. I mean, I had um, Kwasia from um, on the property and finance uh, live Q&A that I had um, yeah. maybe a few weeks, a few months back. And he was talking about something simple, right? Um, you could still buy a property, but then if the inflation is going above the rate or maybe the mortgage rate, what have you, you can still lose out. Yeah. Understand? And right now, if we're in a period where there's inflation and maybe, you know, an inc incoming recession. Yeah. There's still ways to make money with property, even with those economic downturns coming? Yeah, yeah. So for me, this is all comes to knowledge. Mm -hmm. Of course, there is people still making money today. People are, are potentially waiting to kind of get opportunities come come their way because obviously, yeah, if things get a bit more crazy, um, people might want to exit the market for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And obviously, during that time, it's a good time to buy. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, there's, 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 there's always opportunity. And I, I kind of, again, I look at investing in property with a long horizon. I'm not, I'm not, I, don't, I never look at just making money today because I can make money today. That's, that's, that's the easy bit. But can you make money in 10 years time? Mm -hmm. So for me, you could still, like even the statement around overpaying for property. If your players, I'm buying this and I'm holding this for however long, 20, 30 years. It might sound crazy to overpay today, but 
over the long horizon, you still make money. Mm. Obviously, it depends how crazy you could have. If you pay, if you're buying areas that aren't appreciating, obviously you're, you're going to lose money. You, <laughs> that twenty years, you, you just only just match the number you actually paid for twenty years ago, and you had no capital appreciation over that time. Yeah. So again, knowledge knowledge gives you access to kind of knowing where the best places are, but and knowing what to do and how to tackle each market circumstance. But yeah, people are still making money in a recession. People make more money in a recession. I plan to make more money in a recession. So yeah. I'm actually kind of egging this on like, yeah, let's, let's let this recession actually happen. <laughs> let's buy some businesses, buy some property. Yeah. Um, people in the know, that's that's all it is. Transfer of wealth happens um because people in the know know what to do. And that's why and people don't that don't know obviously what to do are losing their wealth because yeah. people in the know are, are yeah. Are coming and capitalizing. We live in a capitalist market, so you can't be mad. And that's like don't be mad at the people that are going out there getting informed. And doing the things that needs to be done yeah. to position themselves in a better place. It's, it's just a game. Yeah, they hate the play, hate the game. <laughs> Honestly, that's the theme. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I want to swiftly move on to Ghana. So um, I know you've probably spent a bit of time out there in Ghana, where you, whether you've visited or you've come during December. They say it's a four week festival. Yeah, um, literally. Do, do you have any um, uh, interest or any active investment opportunities in, in Ghana at the moment? Going I, on? I don't at the moment, but you know what's caught my eye? Yeah, I'm, I'm not one. I'm very. I'm a very focused person. I, I don't like to kind of dabble into things so it's, mm-hmm. it's on my mind yeah but it's not maybe something i'm not, I'm not going to implement straight away mm-hmm. but agriculture you want to get into that so. and I, when i when i say i'm going i'm coming in i'm coming in full force i'm coming <laughs> to buy land like there's no tomorrow like so i'm not coming in i'm talking about tens of millions of just coming in and just buying yeah um so it's something that i do want to do you know across africa not even just Ghana alone mm-hmm. but i feel like that Look at the market size in 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 um, agriculture if you, i don't know if people search this but it's huge 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 yeah. And the billions. Yeah. So like there's so much opportunity it's an untapped market. Like no one's really looked at that heavily. Mm-hmm. I was really invested heavily into it. Yeah. And obviously I'm trying to build myself to kind of build build this brand, build partnerships. So later on, like again, it's not always I'm not always thinking I need to have the capital to do it. I'm not looking at I'm always looking at myself actually. Like who can I bring on board this? If I have the know how, they have the capital, we partner up, I do all the work, we both make money. Yeah. Happy days. Yeah. And trust me, there's there's such there's so much money on this planet. There is no shortage of money on this planet. So, like, I don't think anything's impossible. Like, I don't I don't have a mindset like it's impossible. It's, how am I going to buy something ten million pounds, hundred million pounds? I don't think that. Yeah. I start thinking, who do I need to become? Who do I need to know? What do I need to know? Like, do you know I mean, all these questions, I start asking these questions, allow me to solve the problem, which is I don't have the capital. So how can I get access to it? And that's all it is. You're trying to work out how do you get access to capital. That's the game. Get access to capital, and I promise you the world is yours. What's your tips for someone trying to access capital, trying to raise capital? Do you you have to do it so well. It's, it's a, it's a, people want to kind of come out and go and raise, like people do startups and stuff and want to go out and raise money. Like I'm actually quite against startups raising money from, from this perspective. I guess if you've got a proven concept, mm-hmm. don't go away and give away equity like, of like twenty percent for like a hundred grand raise or two hundred grand raise, mm. like make it make sense. Like if you're got, if I'm going to give twenty percent of my company, I I that I'm, I know I'm I'm building to be a three hundred million a billion even yeah. dollar company. Why the hell am I giving someone twenty percent for a hundred grand or two, <laughs> even a million pounds? I'm sorry, you're not getting that. Mm. Do you know what I mean there's this, and I guess what I'm like I said, I have a different lens. So like I know different. it's actually not that hard to generate revenue mm-hmm. of a million pounds. Yeah. To the normal average person, it sounds like an insane task and achievement to make. But when you start getting around people that are making money, mm-hmm. it's actually a relatively like straightforward thing. If if you know the, the know how, and that's the problem. So if you don't have the know how, mm-hmm. get in the rooms and have the know how. 
to allow you to raise capital, raise even debt even, and just offer a higher rate of return and just say, look, I'll pay you back in two years' time because I, I believe that this business is going here. But obviously, no, make sure you know what you're doing and you're actually being personally liable to that money you're borrowing as well. Mm. So I get it, startups do fail and all that stuff, so there's risk, people want equity and they see more, I guess, benefit of having equity play in there. But mm. just don't go out borrowing money and giving away huge chunks of your company if, if you truly believe and that's, that's what I question like do you, do you actually you're, you're coming to me asking for 100 grand you're telling me I'm going to build a 300 million pound business but you're, you're giving me 20% of your company like if you truly believe that you wouldn't be giving away that, that huge percent that's a good point that's, that's the way I see it it's a good you, point. Tru- you, tr- you won't it's a good point and then you're actually devaluing your company as well because 20% Basically, if you're, if you're coming to me um, and asking for 20, give, to give 20% of your company for 100 grand, you're in effect telling me your, your company's only worth 500 grand, valuation-wise. Because, yep. yeah, that's what you give me 20% of your shares. Mm-hmm. So that's what it means business-wise. Okay. Um, but kind of coming back to, like, just how do you get access to capital? The way I, I can talk about how I started in terms of raising capital, and for me, that was people closest to me. Okay. The people closest to you have known, like you, and potentially trust you. Mm. So trying to raise capital around these people are the easiest ways to kind of get in the door. As you start to build credibility and you try to document your stuff, what you're up to, the external people around you see what you're doing. Mm. And now they're still like, oh, I like where you're going. I like the vision, I like the ambition, all of that stuff. Let's talk business. And if they see that you're going somewhere, they want to support you, the conversation now opens. Now it's for you to position yourself in that meeting to be able to close the deal and raise the capital. Yeah, And that's a skill set, I guess, in itself, like learning how to market yourself how to position yourself how to ask yeah. the right questions talk about this stuff earlier yeah um and then that that's what allows you access to capital great like winning these awards yeah i'm hoping someone I'm, and it's already happened yeah. i've had people already message me off the back of winning awards and mm-hmm. say alpha so you win this award let's connect i've got some money here i want to put it to work mm-hmm. i see we've worked with other investors and, and giving them great returns let's see what we can do with mine yeah so these are all opportunities to kind of put yourself out there, put your name out there guess what on google if you search my name you'll see stuff come up yeah. Of what I've done. So people can search me. I'm searchable. I'm searchable. I'm not hidden. I'm not hiding. I'm not trying to hide. I'm trying to put everything out there for the opening people to make their own perception of who I am, what I've done. I mean, we did you know? talk about this. I mean, it's social proof and at the same time, it's personal branding as well. Yeah. And I think this is probably a good segue. Um, Grant Cardone. So and <laughs> you know that's coming up, right? You know that's coming up. Yes. We, we, had, we had a Zoom call and you mentioned Grant Cardone has been on over 12,000 podcasts, which is amazing. Yes. But what it does for his personal branding and of course, again, opening doors to opportunities is going to be an awareness. It's going to be crazy. And you're going to have a similar impact doing 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 going down the same path as well. Yeah. Of course, you mentioned capital. So of course, he has, you got, you know, in capital and all this kind of stuff as well yeah um really quickly i mean was it like kind of working in with him and his team and what w- have you learned the most i think the grant card <laughs> by the way the grant card experience yeah so this is this is this is again this is a big 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 investment for myself again this is this is another 25 grand this is for a two-day one this is like a, t- a two-day <laughs> two days how do i feel <laughs> <laughs> man you know what i just at a time i just thought you know what i had the money yeah this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I know the price is only going upwards. Yeah. So I'm positioned. I'm here. I had to. Move, I, had, I had to do a lot of things to make that make that actually happen. So mm-hmm. I had to extend my flight. I was in Miami. Had to then fly to Cabos, um, which is Mexico. Um, I had a family occasion thing. I had to tell everyone I'm not coming home. I'm going to come back in a few days' time. So I'm going to miss that, unfortunately. Oh, and they all kind of understood as well, which is good. So they were supportive of it. Like, do we need to do, man? We get it. Um, so yeah, the grand experience, the two day mastermind. I was in a room. This this is the room that I felt like I was <laughs> I was nothing. Yeah. Um. Because everyone in there, like, we kind of went around talking about like what you do, what business, what kind of revenues you're seeing, and 
man, these guys are like doing multi millions. The people in there is like 40 million, 20 million. That's, like, it's not I think the lowest number I've probably heard in a day, maybe like five in, in, in their business, five million in re- revenue in their business. What, per year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they, they're all, and again, the think, the ambition, to, the growth they want to get to, like they're like, we want to get to 100 million. So I'm talking about getting to a billion in their, their business industry. And it kind of, and again, like what if my eyes are like, all these guys in business, they're not, they weren't doing anything creative. Mm. We had construction companies, landscaping, uh, someone making manufacturing pasta. We had someone um, selling cotton. The guy was doing 40 million in sales, mm. selling, trading physical cottons, like transporting cotton, making sales on cot- yeah, cotton. Possible. And these, again, if you look at, we need, we need, these are things we need every single day. Like That's why it's possible because yeah. everyone needs a place to sleep. Everyone needs a place to eat. Um, As someone said, there's like a quote, like if you're not making money, like if you give someone a place, if you focus on place to sleep, place to eat, then you'll make lots of money basically. 100%. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, these are huge, huge, market sizes and that, that's what kind of opened my eyes I think from that being in that business room mm. these guys are in market sizes that are in the trillions or billions Yeah. so them even t- t- it sounds amazing that they're doing 40 million but 40 million compared to the market size you're, you're even non-existent no, no, nobody nobody knows who you are sorry <laughs> which again is you insane like Pluto in, your, in the solar system <laughs> literally man oh man it's so it, it kind of got me thinking like there's so much opportunity to grab a market share so I mentioned the agriculture thing in Ghana, like in yeah. Ghana or whatever. That's a bill, hundreds of billions in, in industry. Yeah. So me taking me even to collecting a billion, which I'm, I promise you, I will take a billion in that in that industry. Um, I'll go on. I've only gone recognized, but the point is like it's not huge. Like it's, it's still one percent of a hundred. If it's a hundred billion, it's still only one percent, mm. which is insane. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So one percent of of market shares is nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. So that's why I'm I'm like, if you can tap into big market shares. You haven't got to reinvent the wall. You haven't literally, it, the market already exists. People are making money from it. Yeah. You're just trying to get a piece of it. Mm. So the bigger the market share, the chances are you can walk away with a significant amount of wealth um, from just being a, a little player in that market. Yeah. I mean, which is insane. Yeah, your network is your net worth, right? And if you spend enough time around those people, there's only a matter of time when you're going to, you know, that's going to rub off. Yeah, right? 100%. Man. Man. Like, I'm so grateful for that experience. Like priceless. I would not even nothing I would not take that back yeah I came back different I'm different now I'm wired different I'm, I see things differently let open your mind up honestly mm. game the best best thing this year so far yeah wow crazy so, crazy experience wow I've really enjoyed this conversation Alfred um, just to wrap up here um, what would you say are like tips for people that maybe want to get into property like, just like one tip to the people that want to get into property and also I know you also don't have, that's not your only business. Like yeah. being in property, you're also an entrepreneur. Like you're also looking to acquire businesses and yeah. the haulage industry. Of course, we won't go into that. Yeah. But maybe in another episode, we can go into that a bit more and why you're going into the haulage industry and stuff like that. Yeah. You want to acquire a business that cash firm, is it for that, the cat maybe earning about maybe millions, three yeah. to five million yeah, yeah. per year, stuff like that? The bigger, the better. Like, yeah. I want to buy a business that's profitable, already operating. Proving the test of time again. I'm not this again. I'm not reinventing the wall. I'm trying to buy something that really exists. Yeah, they've done all the trouble, the hard work. Now I'm going to take it to the next level. Yeah, and this is and there's parallels, right? I mean, in property, you can, you can get a prop, you can get acquire property from a retired landlord. You know, make it acquire a, a cash flow asset and then go on to the next one. 100%. Same thing with businesses, right? If it's if everything if all the num- numbers stack up, yeah, you acquire that business and then you can maybe take that business to another level. Exactly. And then make it cash flow even exactly. more money. So what tips? Going back to my question, what tips would you give to someone? that wants to get into property and maybe someone and what tip would you also give to someone who wants to leave their job and maybe you know get into entrepreneurship yeah I, I don't I don't really want to advise or like 
people, I don't, I'm not a big person to say leave your job. Yeah, I think, of course. My, but I guess yeah. everyone, everyone can have a plan to want to exit their company yeah. for whatever reason. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, but for me, the biggest change for me was going into new rooms. Mm. Like, how can you expect change in your life by surrounded by the people that are doing the same thing you're currently doing? You can't. It's impossible. I'm sorry. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get it done. Mm. So, get into these new rooms. Get into the rooms of the people that you're trying to become. Because being immersed in that world, you're seeing day to day. You're learning from them. That's now showing what's possible. Because again, in your world currently, you're like nobody around me buys property. Nobody even buys businesses around me. So how the hell you can't? It's impossible. You, you don't even know. You don't know how. Yeah. So you have to start researching. Again, this is all on personal. I guess you as an individual taking time out of work in the evenings, and this is what I did in career. I was I'll finish work, go home, gym, whatever, go home, do some research, watch business interviews, just learn what's worked, and start getting the insights, knowledge to where I can kind of go and access more knowledge. So for me, get in the right rooms, get in the right communities get knowledgeable um, and the rest will happen. So I think just getting that new room, someone will introduce to somebody else or someone will introduce to an educational company or someone will introduce a book to read. Yeah. So that kind of opens the door mm. uh, to kind of start exploring that avenue that makes sense. So that's that's my first, that's my only tip I would say. Mm. Yeah, yeah, everything comes together. It all kind of converges, right? Yes. Okay. And uh, um, what would you say is the sound of a cry to you? If I mention a cry, what, what thoughts, vibes, feelings come to mind? Just one what what words or one phrase one word a grown sea like mm. being I've, I've been going back every december for the last five yeah five six years maybe even mm. and guys you've never been gone christmas must go <laughs> must go like, I, ever since i went to ghana for christmas i've never missed i've never spent christmas in the uk again like it's not, mm. it's not the same yeah i can relate it's not it's not the same like sun, <laughs> the sun your beaming sun 35 30 degrees mm. good food parties meeting up with friends if you the thing, I don't see some of the people I haven't seen in years are like in, I live in the same country with. <laughs> yeah, it's I get to go and I, I'm You've like, yo, them. I ain't seen in a minute. It was, it's, it's crazy. Crazy, yeah, it's crazy. crazy. So for me, yeah, it's, it's a growing city, growing opportunity. Okay. Um, that's what, yeah, that's what I see. Yeah. Growing, growing city. Thanks. Yeah. Alfred, I've really enjoyed this conversation. Where can people find you and follow you? Um, Mainly on, on the gram, like social media, Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm available on YouTube if you're interested in kind of watching the house tours and the projects and stuff. Mm -hmm. the, obviously, long form contests are on there. Mm -hmm. Um, TikTok got a short form content on there as well. So everywhere, LinkedIn, Facebook, I'm, I'm, I'm everywhere. So just He's everywhere. <laughs> um, and also, actually, you know what? Just before I forget this, go on. if you guys don't know the tips on getting started, I've got eBooks. So if you go to my Instagram, mm -hmm. link in my bio, you'll see. Uh, I'll maybe add a description as well. We'll add it to the show. Um, and then you can just yeah get access to the tips um, and how to raise finance or as an ebook on that. Yeah. So you can get access to that. So that will be beneficial to your audience, I, I guess. I'm well. sure it will be really beneficial to them. <laughs> I, can, I, can hear, I can almost hear them clicking on the other end of the, <laughs> of, of, of the screen. So Alfred, I've really, really enjoyed having no, you. No, thank, thank you, man. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. So yeah. Um, so there, there you have it, guys. Um, Alfred Zade. Zade? Zade. Zade. Hopefully I get that right the next time. Yeah. Um, that you've heard from him. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Just to remind you, if you want today's show notes, head over to thesoundofacrowd.com forward slash Alfred. That's A-L-F-R-E-D. And uh, yeah, I think that's all for today. Uh, thank you so much. Oh, thanks for having me. And I hope your audience got a lot of this as well. No problem. Thank See you. See you in the next one. Thank you, guys.